0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: The Dallas Cowboys. Yes, the Dallas Cowboys are NFC East champs. We'll break it all down next.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day.
0: Locked on. Lock, lock, lock on. Lock on, Cowboys. Lock on,
1: Cowboys. Welcome back to the lot on Cowboys podcast. Part of your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets. With any winning $5 Moneyline bet, that is 150 bucks. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. I am your host, uh, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. And um, Landon, the, uh, hmm. the Dallas Cowboys, NFC East champs. It's a nice little ring to it.
0: It it certainly does, and uh, it's it's just a, st- a start in the steps of the journey. I assume the, the postseason, uh, and and I I certainly love the the tone being set by Dak that you know not 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 to over celebrate it, but but tonight for the plane ride, and you know until uh, they start practice on Monday, I think we all can just take a big sigh of relief, and 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 you know frankly just you know, a pat on the back. I mean, it, it's an accomplishment. I mean, to go in there. Uh, I think there was a point when the, the Cowboys were at, I think 17% chance uh, at one point to win the NFC. It might've been less than that, honestly. To no, win I, the I saw it down to
1: 8% at one point.
0: Wow. I mean, uh, and, and to kind of just continue to stack wins and, 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 and to get some of the good fortune and, and at the end, uh, it, it clearly didn't seem to matter because the Eagles folded like a cheap suit um, uh, against the giants. in and, and, and so, uh I, but i mean I, I just think you know this is a lot on eagles so and we're not talking about the yeah we're not going to talk about that so so i, I do think that the, the the thing i'll point out that has to do with this game and about being the nfc East champs is that uh we've talked about how it just this team feels a little different than some of these other playoff teams before i mean uh and i think that today was a great example of that right like there was a time when when the Cowboys would have faced that early adversity where things didn't go their way and, and, and just kind of roll, throw their hands up and go, this is Washington again. You know, it's, it's just, it's the same old, same old. Um, But they didn't, they, they, they course corrected. They stayed the course. They were winning this game, dominating this game throughout. uh, And, 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 and it just, you know, things kind of bounced bad for them. Uh, They just kind of continue to stay the course. They didn't panic. They didn't change things that they didn't need to be that needed to be changed. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they obviously pulled way, way ahead, uh, as the game progressed. And, and, and so I, I, yeah, just kudos to them and we'll let, we'll break the whole game down, but just kudos to them for the championship and and for kind of trying and doing things a little bit different and and clearly finding success while doing that.
1: Yeah. We, we should have even mentioned that at the top, the Cowboys did play a game on Sunday. Yeah. They beat Washington 38 to 10 that game was in the balance a little bit in the first half. It was Washington up was 10 to seven. But if you were on Twitter, you were so one of the Cowboys were down by three touchdowns. Oh, yeah. after a field totally. goal Or after the, uh, the touchdown, but uh, it felt like the Cowboys, they knew they could kind of turn it on whenever they wanted to. There was a really interesting stretch in this game Lane. And so after Washington got the field goal and they went up 10 to seven, here's the next drives for to the touchdown of the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, the next four drives: touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. A missed field goal. the the uh, The one that hit the upright on a 13 play drive, 74 yards, uh, and then a field goal. Like they, they were moving the ball up and down the field on Washington. They, I listen. I'm not the most optimistic Cowboy fan in the world, but even when the Cowboys were down three, I, I, I really didn't get all that concerned. Yeah, it, it just and felt it like Dallas
0: was gonna blow this thing up. The, the, the force of gravity of the Cowboys offense was so large, like the the, the defense, the, the commander's defense was putting up no resistance, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and Dak was able to throw the ball to CD just basically at will. And I think that, you know, the stats may literally show that, right? Like, uh, it was take, it took Washington getting a whole bunch of bounces going, going their way and having to pull out literally, I think, every trick play I've ever seen all in one game in in an offense in order to kind of, you know, even maintain a 10-7 lead through uh, a quarter and a half. So uh, it just – I I know, it it was funny to watch all the panic happening on Twitter, especially the beat writers. It's just – it's so funny to watch them kind of go through, oh, well, here we go again. It's like, no, man, like Dak and and, and this offense was shredding the defense – uh, and as long as they got like literally two or three more possessions in the game. And it was, it wasn't even halftime. You knew that they were going to be able to kind of turn this around very quickly because they were having such high success that, it, you know, it, it was, you didn't feel like that was going to change as no, the game. went on. No. It, we should also mention the Cowboys got a
1: little bit of a unexpected uh bad break in this game because Zach Martin, before the game yeah. even kicked off, he, he it was announced that he was going to be out with an illness. So all of a sudden, you have Brock Hoffman starting it, at right guard. You have uh, TJ Bass making, I think this is his third or fourth start at left guard. Uh, and it's like, oh man, okay, here we go. And it didn't matter. Doc played one of the best games he had all year. I, I've got the numbers for you. Even really after weird. the tipped interception, 31 of 36 for 279 yards, four touchdowns. A QBR, not a pass rating, but a QBR of 94.5. A QBR
0: of five. 95? Was yes. that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God.
1: That's I mean, crazy. he was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's seriously, it, it was, it was one of the better Dak performances I think we've ever seen. And, you know, uh, especially like, look, I, we understand who the team was, but we talked about it all week. It's, this is a, uh, the classic tough division game where you're playing on a, on a crappy, on a crappy field. There it, it there was so much that could have gone wrong, and that did go wrong at early points of the game. But Dak just continued to stay the course and continued to be aggressive. The offense continued to be aggressive. They didn't go into their shell because that's what we've seen in the past, right? What we've seen in the past is things go bad, and then everyone's like, okay, let's just bring it back down the basics and try to – and that never works, you know? No. The, the, the the way you do it is when you have this kind of offense, you keep your foot on the gas. Okay, you, you take the lumps when you have the interception here – but the, but the vast majority of the time when you're playing like this, if you continue to be aggressive, you're going to score points that are going to more than make up for an occasional mistake here and there. Washington wasn't able to move the ball without, you know, like I said, double, triple, reverse passes and all this. So you just felt like you could just keep the pressure on and you knew that eventually the dam was going to break. And then once the dam broke, I mean, you know, the second half is what we saw of, of what happened with yeah. the Cowboys. It, it, the, the, they start pressing they they turned the ball over you know it, it's a pretty typical cowboys blowout win that we've seen a lot this season in a lot of ways this was exactly what you were kind of
1: hoping for have a little bit of resistance in the first half to make you fight for it so it's not just a complete rollover have to battle back a little bit and the cowboys played extremely well in that kind of last five minutes of the second quarter first five minutes of the third quarter yeah um as got long as they got, yeah, as long as they got out of this game healthy, we can talk about Stefan Gilmore. And it seems like they are relatively healthy. They got to win as good as you could ask for from this Cowboys team. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the offense because I was really impressed. I, it, felt, it really felt like things started to click for the Cowboys on that side of the ball. I want to talk about them next. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make that'll take my business to the next level? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is so easy when you have this many qualified candidates, so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or the resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, that process is so quick and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lot.nfl. That is linkedin.com slash lot.nfl to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back
1: to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Lane, I want to talk about the offense because we mentioned Dak and we can get into the Dak conversation more because led the NFL in passing touchdowns this year, Uh, promised not to have so many interceptions this year, finished with nine. I I thought he was unbelievable for most of the season. But the running game is actually what I wanted to talk about really quickly mm. here. Uh, I, this is the best the running game has looked for me in a while. Tony Pollard, 17 carries for 70 yards. I actually think he played better than what the stats indicate. Uh, he had some really nice w- runs in this game. Rico Dowdle had a couple of nice runs. Yeah. It seemed like the running game was at least getting back on track.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, first of all, I, I want to publicly mea culpa. I, I thought that Brock Hoffman played, really great for considering the fact that he got a last minute call up uh you know i i felt i have always loved his scrappiness and his attitude and his you know uh his the heart part of him i've just had a lot of questions about his ability and i and this is the best that i felt like he's played i've ever seen him play so good to him and i think that tj bass straight up played good football like i mean like to the point where Uh, I don't know that I'm I'm like, you know, I think we're gonna have some fun questions this offseason about where what TJ Bass role is gonna be on this team. I really do think he played very well. Uh I I, I think I mean
1: he should just be the the swing interior guy,
0: right? Sure. But I think that there's there's potential that you know you could at least have the conversation is well, we'll talk about that in the offseason. We got time for that later. But uh, I just think he played very well, and he's continued to grow uh, throughout the season. It's just been exciting to see that. You, not not only can you rely on him, but you know he's, he's trustworthy when you put him in there. And I think that the going with a little bit more of a run heavy uh, uh, game was was obviously something that was helpful when you have uh, uh you know kind of lesser talent in, in your interior right you're not getting mm-hmm. especially in the last game of the season you're going to the playoffs you don't want to get that hurt they did a good job of moving the pocket at times just to make sure that they weren't getting a whole bunch of attempts uh you know behind a kind of patchwork offensive line and, and, and look I, I know that washington was missing a lot of their starters clearly uh, along the defensive line but deron Payne was still in that game you know and and, and so you still yeah. needed to kind of be careful there and i think that uh, uh, you know, kind of getting and uh, being aggressive in the run game and letting these guys kind of do what they're probably the most comfortable with, which is moving forward and kind of attacking guys. It just set them up for a lot better success when it was passing time. So, and, and, and the, the running backs responded, but you know, not even just, a. uh, 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 <laughs> Why am I Pollard? Tony Pollard. Uh, Tony Pollard. I was like trying to put his name to – I was trying to call him Tolard. Uh, but Dowdle as well. Uh, Dowdle, I, I think, you know, had a big game as well. looked he healthy. Five yards to carry. Yeah, he looked healthy. It was really great to see him respond to the kind of the week off, had a couple of big runs. It uh, was also very active in the past game as well. So uh, I'm hoping that the added benefit of time off is going to give Zach Barton similar – uh, uh mobility bump when when he comes back just a week off that ankle as well not just being sick right but uh mm-hmm. i think that that and then the other big thing i thought that was worth notice noting was uh jake ferguson in, in the passing game with with he was back with jake ferguson he got six targets he was able to convert them all uh and i thought that that was a, an aspect that had been missing specifically these last few weeks that it was good to see get back on track i agree i i thought the
1: offense looked really good um, I mean, the ho- the hope is that you get both your starting guards back next week against the Packers. Uh, but I do feel like e- if you have to go with Bass in the playoff game, he's at least shown enough this year where you feel yeah. like, OK, we can get through a game. Uh, we should we should mention C.D. <laughs> C.D. Lamb, 13 yeah, targets, <laughs> 13 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns, also had a carry for seven yards. I mean, he finished the year. Uh, with over 1,800 yards and I think 14 or 15 touchdowns, just an unbelievable season.
0: Yeah, and I think that that was a really interesting wrinkle that I do, I do want to discuss is that you know it, with it was very windy today. It was a lot windier than I think uh, we were expecting, which I I felt like was another good thing that the Cowboys got to experience because. What you saw is that you could still feed C.D. Lamb without having to throw the ball down the field or put a lot of air yards and you know mm. down the field and, and put the ball at risk. They were able. I mean, you said it. He had thirteen targets and only only ninety eight yards. So it was like you know he averaged seven and a half yards a catch, which he was basically an extension of the run game. Yeah, exactly. And then they, they on top of also using him in the run game. So it's it's yeah, it, it just felt like you, you were able to uh, kind of get a new a different kind of mix with 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 uh lamb and get him the ball in a couple of different situations without feeling like you had to uh, have huge chunk plays with him all the time in order to get his targets I, I think it was an important kind of tweak to be like hey let's still feed cd uh but let's use him in a more efficient manner use him as more of an efficient wide receiver in order yeah. to kind of continually move the chains and then still hitting chunks where they could with cooks and ferguson uh that was really that was really nice to see this is just the most comfortable I've seen Dak in this offense.
1: Like he yeah. just has full control, even in this game without the starting guards. Like I think in previous years you would see him panic a little bit and get flustered, and he just, he, he just wasn't. I mean, the touchdown, the, the second touchdown he threw to CD where he's just moving around in the pocket, trying to find different throwing lanes, I, this offense is perfect for him. And this is, I think, the best I've seen him play going into the playoffs in his career.
0: Uh, this is the best I think we've seen the offense. Uh, not just yeah, one hundred percent Dak. This is definitely the best Dak version we've seen this late. Where they're you know they look they look good all the way through. There were times when we've had really good offenses that seem to kind of completely putter out at the end of the season, right? Yep. Um, yep. And to see this kind of performance on grass, on a, on you know a terrible field in a windy in a windy stadium on the road. Uh, yeah, it's Washington. I understand all that, but just to see, you know, the, the, it's it's always felt like to me, it's more of an elements thing that, that they've had to overcome to, to see them kind of do that. Uh, uh, that was a big test and, and a big win for them. And it gave them a lot of confidence going into these playoffs. And I think that's why
1: Mike McCarthy kept the unit on the field, even like into the fourth quarter. I think he just wanted to keep the confidence up and the momentum up. Maybe I disagree with some of the guys still being in that game. I don't know if Tyron Smith and CeeDee Lamb needed to still be in the game, but I got to believe that was a thinking from McCarthy. It's, hey, we're playing really good right now. Let's just do it. One more drive, get these guys off the field and we'll continue it to next week, which now we know Landon, who the Cowboys will be yeah. playing in round one of the playoffs. It's the green Bay Packers. Uh, let's just talk about what lies ahead for the Cowboys in the rest of the playoffs. Next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay. In the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and so much more you can bet on uh, right now on FanDuel. How many receiving yards do you think CD Lamb is going to have in the playoffs? There's so many different cool bets out there. So visit FanDuel.com and make your first bet a layup with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day dayers, on tomorrow's show. We're going to break down the all 22 film from the Cowboys week 18 win over the Washington Commanders. By the way, third straight year that the Cowboys have won 12 games. Pretty incredible. Kudos to Mike McCarthy. Yeah, no kidding. But the Cowboys are now the number two seed, uh, which is the highest they've been since 2016, which would have been Dak Prescott's rookie season who <laughs> when they played the Green Bay Packers in round two of the playoffs in Dallas. Uh, Looking at the bracket, how things have played out with the Cowboys being the two seed, the Lions, the three, the Bucks, the four, the Eagles, the five, the Rams, the six, and the Packers,
0: the seven. How do you think things set up for Dallas? I, I mean, honestly, this I, I don't think it's set up any better. I mean, I, I, I just I felt nervous a little bit. I mean, not nervous, it's just like if I had my druthers, I would have rather picked playing Green Bay. Uh, and, and and over the Rams, and so to watch that Rams game, you know, kind of come down to the last minute when Darnold finally fumbled that ball and, and the Rams recovered. Uh, it, it just felt like it was a it was a perfect day, you know, <laughs> like you had everything kind of line up for you the way that you needed it. And uh, getting that second seed, being able to play these games at home with against everyone except for San Francisco, I mean, that's just absolutely huge for a team that just hasn't lost at home. Um, and and I I think. Look, I I I think Green Bay uh, projects a specter, and even in Dallas, I mean, just because of the history there. Uh, but but I invite Cowboys fans that are younger uh, than than, I mean, frankly, Marcus's age and younger. Really, uh, I invite them to uh, to to reach back a little bit further than than Aaron Rodgers and and look back to what. Uh, you know, how frustrating Brett Favre, how frustrating it was for Brett Favre to come to Dallas and, and lose to Dallas in the 90s. So uh, that tradition could come back. We could bring that back where Dallas is a frustrating place where Green Bay comes to lose in the playoffs. So um, I, I think that Jordan Love has bl- played fantastic football this last month. We talked about it, I think, a couple of days ago about you the know, teams we'd like to play. Um, I just have more faith uh, in the Cowboys' offense, especially against that Green Bay defense. Um to kind of produce points so uh, i i'm excited for this game uh i understand the the thought process of being a little nervous because it's green bay but yeah uh, i remind everyone that uh on december 30th of of last year uh we we broke the curse with jimmy johnson so uh that that can't that can't hurt us anymore so uh that should be the difference here
1: (laughs) so All week long, I had different thoughts on who I wanted the Cowboys to play in this 2-7 matchup, assuming the Cowboys won their division. And actually, I think I talked myself into it being the Rams um, by, like, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then I started watching the games. And then it's funny. Sometimes when you're watching games, your true thoughts come out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to play Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford could just go on one of these heaters with these receivers and – You know, I know Green Bay is, you know, they've got more talent on the defensive side of the ball, but that's a really, really young team. In a lot of ways, it's kind of similar to the 2016 Cowboys team. They're a very young team, not a lot of playoff experience. Uh, That's not to say the Cowboys should take the Packers lightly or anything, but they're just, it's not the same as playing Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. Those guys have won a Super Bowl, played in a bunch of big playoff games. So that part of it plays out really nice. And there's also part of it too, Landon, where I think I might be rooting for Philly on Monday night. <laughs> for
0: oh, because I, uh, well, I guess I understand that a little bit is is if the Cowboys Tampa Bay?
1: <laughs> if the Cowboys beat the Packers on Sunday afternoon, you would be you would know that you're gonna be playing uh well, I guess you would be playing what? Yeah, the 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 lions, assuming the lions beat the Rams, right? You know mm-hmm. you'd be playing the Lions at home. I want the team that has the best chance to go knock off San Francisco. And I know Philly's playing really poorly right now, but uh, I I just think things have set up the best. I think at least in my lifetime for the Cowboys to make an NFC championship run, right? Like I, I, there's not a, there's not an Aaron Rodgers standing in their way from, to making a run. You know, there, there's not a Seahawks team that's loaded on both sides of the ball. The Cowboys are pretty clearly more talented than any team other than San Francisco. And as long as they take care of business at home, this should be the year that they get back to the championship game. It should be. I think I'll honestly, I think I'm to the point where if they don't do it, I would consider it a major disappointment.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's things have lined up really well in just a way that we haven't seen in a long time. You know, Um, we, we have, I just think about the resignation that we all felt about having to be the fifth seed again, you know, and that, and having another great season where, it, you know, it just kind of fell short where, where it, in the, in the division, and you just felt like it wasn't going to, uh, you know, get, you weren't going to get the fair shake and you're going to get, you know, get lined up with some other team that, that, you know, it was, it was going to be a, a way game that you have four more wins than, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it it's, it didn't happen like that. But the, you know again, that, that's that's why it feels different. It, it, there's there's things about the way things have gone down this season that have felt on script. But there are many things that like, you know, hey, this is where the Cowboys lose a stupid one or yeah. hey, this is where uh, uh, they lose focus and they can't win it when they need it. Uh, and and for them to kind of pull out the NFC East, from uh, the, the the from the Eagles' jaws of victory uh, from from December, uh, that was that was really really impressive, and 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 I understand that there were two tough road losses there in the middle, um, but when the Cowboys needed it in order to get to get to their goal uh, to try to get that second seed. Uh, they won, and they and 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 they didn't even end up needing the Eagles to lose in order to get the division. They they uh, um, got it themselves.
1: Imagine if I would have told you
0: going into the month of December that the Cowboys
1: were going to win the division by a whole game, like they were going to be a full game up on Philadelphia to win the division, you never would have believed it. It's it's this is a good reminder that anything can happen in the NFL. I mean, just look at the games today. You had Jacksonville; all they had to do was win a game against the five and eleven Titans to make yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> And you lost the, the yeah. Jags were eight and three at one point in the season. And the only win they got the rest of the way was against Carolina. Weird things happen in the NFL. Right. So could the Cowboys go on a really awesome run win the next two home games and somebody knocks out San Francisco and all of a sudden you're hosting a third home game at T? Sure. It's anything can happen.
0: Absolutely. And, and and listen, there's also a really good chance that none of that, it, that doesn't happen. And the Cowboys go into San Francisco and it's a different game than it was last time, you know, that it's a different it's different than it was the last three times. You know, this this Cowboys team is a better team than they were when they played San Francisco the last time. So uh, uh, I'm 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 excited to, at the very least, try to get to that game. Uh, and, I, you know, I'm, I, I don't necessarily want to avoid it. If it happens, I, I'm thrilled yeah. not to have to play them. But I'm not scared to go back into San Francisco and try this again because. You have to do it. To you do have it, to get where you want to go. And by the way, we're not getting,
1: you know, the cart ahead of the horse. No, 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 no. We've, <laughs> we've
0: got we got a tough game coming up. Yes, on it's,
1: it's going to be a tough game against the Packers. We're just saying that I, I think this bracket has set up better than it ever has for the Cowboys in the past. So this is a golden opportunity yeah. for the Cowboys to make a run. You got to do it now. I, like I said it before, I think this is if the cowboys don't make it to the nfc championship game i would be highly highly disappointed
0: highly yeah yeah that and i think that's the good point is that this is our first chance to see the bracket for for what it is and it's the best looking bracket the cowboys have had in a very long time they have a real opportunity and they shouldn't squander it you know no, and, i mean it starts a- sunday with against green bay Perfect example.
1: They're seven and a half point favorites over the Packers this week. It's just not very often in round one of the playoffs. Wow. You are a touchdown favorite over the other team. And if the Cowboys would happen to get past the uh the Packers in round one, you're likely gonna be a six-point favorite against the Lions, like again, like you were a couple of weeks ago. So Take care of business, Cowboys, and uh, we'll see how it goes. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Latan Cowboys your first listen every day. Again, on tomorrow's show, we're going to break down the All-22 film from the Cowboys Week 18 win. Make sure you check that out. Uh, go check us out on YouTube. We post videos every single day. Go check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We are free to available on all po- podcast platforms. Follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your Victory Monday, your NFC East Victory Monday. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.